You're listening to DraftKings Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Journeyman, brought to you by the good folks at the DraftKings Network and Meadowlark Media. We got ATL movie star Juju Gotti and three-time Pro Bowler TJ Ward in the building with us. We talk James Harden. We talk Drewski Sports Agency, the easiest jobs in sports, and so much more. Let's get it. Who are these guys? It's my theme music. Every good hero should have some. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. If you can't control it, how can you teach? Discipline is not the enemy of enthusiasm. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Journeyman, brought to you by the good folks at the DraftKings Network and Meadowlark Media. As always, I am your host, Andrew Hawkins, seven-year NFL vet, joined again by my boy, Juju Gotti, ATL Shawty, WNBA purist is in the building. Ju, what's happening? You feel me? We outside, man. Thank you so <laughs> much for having me back. You feel me? I'm always honored. Hey, man, I can't even believe that you would waste your time talking to a bum such as myself. <laughs> so I appreciate where I'm at. You know what I mean? I respect this establishment so much more than you can ever imagine. Shout out to you, Ju. You're actually not outside. You are absolutely inside. We can actually see you, brother. <laughs> also, joining the show today, we got my dog, TJ Ward, Super Bowl champ, former All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler, will be joining us a little later to talk some football. But we're going to start with some b-ball, Ju, and the, the story that everyone in the NBA world has been talking about. I need your perspective here. My man, James Harden. Now, depending on how you look at the situation, for, all, for those of you that don't know, James Harden wants a new team. Again, he always wants a new yeah. team. He, he changes new teams like he changes sneakers, okay? And he is stopping at nothing to make sure that that's known and doing everything in his power to get out of Philadelphia. Now, we have seen James Harden do a lot of things when it's time to get out of a team. We've watched him yeah. gain weight and lose weight in a matter, I think, four days at one point. He looked like an yeah. offensive lineman then went right back to looking like a wide out. But it depends on how you look at this, Jude, because I'm looking at my rundown and producer Jeff, he calls James Harden a diva. And as I'm reading the rundown, I'm like, you know what? I don't see James Harden as a diva. And I'm trying to figure out, Jew, is there something wrong with me? How do you view James Harden? I view James Harden as just just how we should view the lady, uh, the young lady, the blessed young lady, Mariah Mills, who was messing with Zion. You feel me? Fool me <laughs> once. You feel me? Like you done proven how you do whenever you under stress. Okay. And he's been doing this for years. So Philly, they supposed to be had somebody ready for this already. Like this is the least surprising thing to me. Yeah. Because of course he's a diva. Of course, he's Michelle Kelly and Beyonce. All of them. That in one. You feel what me? makes him a like, diva? Because he wants to change the scenery? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, again. I think it's the pants he be wearing. That's <laughs> making a diva. <laughs> the, 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 the fluffy ones. The fluffy the ones? On he yeah, does dress like a diva. I'll give you that, Drew. <laughs> I agree. He definitely got fashions of a diva. But from a sports perspective, when my man wants out of a situation, he just gets out of it. I feel like. That's business power. Yeah. When I think of a diva, yeah. I'm trying to think of who I think of from a sports. Like, I don't have the same feeling. This just may be personal, absolutely. I try to think of the NFL comp, because that's what I always do. Even in my business world, I always, like, give analogies in football. I'm like, it's like a head coach. And at some point, I got to stop doing that, because it definitely does not dispel the whole jock thing that I got going on in the business world. <laughs> but still, when I think of the NFL comp, I, I, I'm like, who is a really good player? who was one of the top players in his tenure there, MVP level, um, mm -hmm. who bounced around 
as much as James Harden did. And I really couldn't think of anybody. One name that came to mind was Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens yeah. was a great player no matter where he went because he was that talented. And James Harden yeah. is very much that way, but it was typically Terrell Owens outstaying his welcome in those places and not the reverse to where it was like, yo, I'm just trying to go to a new place. And that's what yeah. James Harden does. So I think for me, that's why I don't consider him a diva much more than I'm just, he like, yo, if this place don't serve me, I'm on to the next. And <laughs> I, I, maybe from an athlete perspective where we get locked into contracts, you're locked into a draft position. You can't do anything except for these little small windows. And even then, you got to worry about if teams are colluding or is, it, is, is someone really going to give you a chance to get the open market and get what you want. I kind of appreciate James Harden. Is that a terrible yeah. take? I don't think it's terrible at all. I think, like you're right, like us as the commenters, we think that a certain thing about the athletes doing what they want to do. Also, salute the uh, straight cash homie, Randy Mouse. He was... Raiders, he was Patriots, he, he bounced was around. Titans. He bounced you around. You feel me? Yeah. At the end. At but the at the same time, we don't look at him, like you said, we don't look at him as a diva nope. other than when he mooned the goalposts or something He like was that. a diva, though. He had, he had a diva <laughs> background until he got with Tom. And for whatever reason, okay. it just washed it away. You know? Right. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. When you're that good, you got such a small window, Jude, to be like the top of the top. And you want to go to a situation like that mirrors your ability at that moment, and if you have that leverage, I'm all for it. Nobody says that about the, the teams, right? When you sign a big-time athlete, whether it's football or basketball, and they're not playing well, we all are just like, oh, yeah, get rid of them, right? They can change their yeah. mind anytime they want to. We don't care if you signed you to a seven-year deal. Year three, you're not what we thought. It, it's okay to, 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 to get you out of here, right? And whatever that yeah, looks yeah. like. But when a player does I, I just, it, I think it'll be it'll sound way better coming from James if that Boston series didn't go how it went because he he did a Houdini yep. disappearing act at the end of that series. <laughs> he started the series off with a Herculean effort, so it's like okay, you can do it, you proved it. But then as the series went on, some nights he ain't even shoot when he posed to. He like he under the goal. It's it's a whole lot that went into that, and I feel like somebody with that performance. It's unusual for them to make this big of a fuss, but like you said, hey, we talking about big money that's going around these folks' entire city because of these people in place. So he don't want to be there. Good riddance, but a diva is a never mind. I ain't gonna say that, but <laughs> <laughs> he's a diva in my opinion. A diva is a female version of a hustler. Is the, is See, the I didn't want to say that. I was just I got to the F word and I was like, I can't call that man the F word. Yeah. I thought you were just doing the music lyrics. Can I say this too now that I'm off my uh, you know, my sports media kick that I just kind of went on? <laughs> I don't understand why James Harden, I don't understand how he's good. I'll be honest with you. I don't know about hoops though, Drew. You tell me. Because oh, I watch him. Okay, we can't do that though. No, no, I'm not saying he's not good. Do. I'm not saying he's not good. Let me let me let me let me clarify this. I'm not saying okay. that he is not a good basketball player. I know he's a good basketball player. He's MVP yeah. caliber. He is a franchise player. I'm saying when I watch him athletically, I mm. don't know why he's good. I can't, I don't know hoopers. Football right. players, I can tell by the way you move whether you're going to be good at a sport. It's, it's like, it's very direct. You know, you see yeah. the guy, you see Miles Garrett in person with his shirt off. You know he will kill somebody. It's not hard to figure out, right? Like it's like, yo, you, you shouldn't be moving like that at that size. 
With right. James, I don't. I, it ain't like he's super quick. He's not super fast. But I think that's basketball where you can have a level of craft that just makes you next level. But I, I, I don't get it. You, you can you can you enlighten me a little bit? I mean, for number one, I don't know where he's from the main streets of Compton, LA, or wherever he ran from in LA. I think that might have a big deal to do with it because he used to be in them scrizzies. Scrizzies. Against them, you feel me? Playing against them hoopers. You, you did me at the Drew League. All of those stuff they be doing. And I think like like Luca, him and Luca got the same kind of, it, it don't look, it ain't how it look. You feel me? It they how be it about look. four, five of them. It feel different. It I feel different in person than how it look. Right, right. Especially James Harden and Houston Rockets. He had it mastered down to where he gonna get that foul call, or you gonna he gonna blow by you every time. I think that the further his career gone on, he tries not to be that ball hog person, that ball dominant, and get everybody involved, which is good for the culture of whatever. But it ain't good against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown when they on your ass. <laughs> you feel me? So it's Let like it go, you got. Drew. I think he should just. Throw it away. Some teamwork. We, we get it. But you, James Harden, just as much as he, Joel Embiid. Who is your team? <laughs> oh, I like the Celtics. You feel me? Oh, okay, that's why like, you're I, okay. I love this. That you makes sense. That's, that's why you're I, talking all that cash. So whose side are you on? Are you on the Philadelphia uh, <laughs> nah. organization side or are you on James Harden side? You Look, did, Are you team Dan Mori or are you team James Harden? Don't give me this. I, I love Juju. Love everybody. Dog. Now, don't give me yeah. that. I want. I are am you a credentialed team member of the media. I am a credentialed member of the media. I have no bias. What? Who I'm That's a fan fake. Of. That's cap. It's. I have no bias other than my sisters. You hear me, Ryan Howard and Alicia. You hear me? That's your only bias. WNBA. You feel me? But I'm a credentialed member. I, I have no. I hold no bias this way. You feel right. me? I, I want all those brothers to succeed. Okay, I, I feel that. That's cap, but we're gonna let it slide. Since you since you brought up the WNBA, I do got to ask you about Liz Cambridge. She's been called uh, a capper by everybody on social media. She got into some beef yeah. with the Nigerian national team. They got into an altercation. We saw the videos. I don't know if we've seen the videos first, but she was on an interview with Taylor Rooks, and she yeah. was like doing the whole. You know how we do as athletes. It's like I don't know what the big deal is. I don't know. People was just out to get me. Nigerian national team, they came out and were like, yo, that's cap. We're not recruiting you. So I know you got a perspective here as the WNBA purist of Metal Arc Media and the DraftKings Network, Drew. So what is going on? Is Liz Cambage full of cap or is this just making a big deal about nothing? I want to keep the respect for my sisters at the forefront every time I mention their names. You Absolutely. Know I mean? So Liz, I know you listen to this, Liz. We always, does we got respect for you. We love you. Yeah, she does. It's confirmed. Okay. But, uh, I think that Liz, Liz used to be in the man at every step of the way. Uh-huh. You feel me? Liz used to be in the man in high school, middle mm-hmm. school. She would swatting stuff out, out of bounds. Yeah, go professional and with the Aussies living life. She always been a, like a like a unicorn to them people. It's like so special. And I feel like the the years progressed and she came over here and when maybe averaging the same amount or maybe getting that same love or whatever the case may be. And it, in certain moments, she she acts out, you know what I mean? And a big a big teller in like the, the video about the, the fight that she had, a big tell is whenever, if somebody sneak me, uh-huh. she got like dropped. just me and my partners, uh-huh. my partners is going to tear you up before I in. even get a chance to see Somebody should have saw it coming. You feel me? And reacted. No, them girls seen it happen. 
looked at who did and was like, dang. Ain't even help her up. <laughs> that's messed up, Liz. What you gonna do? Dang. And so dang, what you done that, got yourself into, Liz? You feel me? I don't that want I don't want teammates more. like that, Jew. Jew, if anybody nah. sneak me like they snuck Liz on that video and you don't jump in, whenever right. I whenever I gather myself. And I see you in Miami at the offices of Metal Lark Media. Just know it's on site, off of principle. Right. You can't have you me out me? there like that. Right or wrong, too. Like, right or wrong. I don't care if I'm right, wrong, whatever. On your partner, we ride. Just off top. We're going to figure it out later whose fault it is. But <laughs> right. I need you to jump in immediately. And you know what else right. is the problem, Jew, that nobody wants What's to that? talk about with Liz? I don't think she meant the cap in that Taylor Rooks interview. Yeah. But if you've ever been interviewed by Taylor Rooks, you can't help but cap. <laughs> and that is a reality. Taylor Rooks <laughs> is my homegirl. We go way back. We came up in this media thing together. But for whatever reason, it does not matter what sport you play, what kind of athlete you are, what league you are in. There is not a oh, single shit. personality in sports media who brings out more cap in an athlete <laughs> than Taylor Rooks. And... Quite literally, she has climbed the top of the sports media ladder because they get on there and they get to saying just anything. I think Jalen Brown went on there and said he wanted to win 13 rings or something crazy. Bro, Bro he, got like, the, he got five rings to win in two years. You got two years to win five. They just Damn. go on there and uh, you know, we're going to do that sketch. Me and Sydney uh, Colson already, we already workshopping <laughs> that, the Taylor Rook sketch. But Liz Cambage, another one bites the dust. All right, we're going to talk some more basketball and football after a quick break. Welcome back to Journey. We got my dog, Juju Gotti, in the building. You see all the jewelry my man got on. He's shining like usual. Uh, I got one chain. Don't do uh, that. Come you, on, man. I you didn't got see your that. chain on. My chain. I need to tuck mine in around you. You got the, the stunner shades indoor. Thank you for reminding me. Because I'm cockeyed. That's, what, that's all that is. And you got the chain <laughs> on that you wore in the uh, since-shunned Oscar-winning film, The Blind Side. So oh, I know, yeah, I know you got it. I know that's that sag after money that's around your neck, Jew. But speaking <laughs> of jewelry, my man, there is uh, somebody else who's getting some jewelry. And her name is Larsa Pippen because she's getting Oof. married to Marcus Jordan, who is the son of all-time NBA great Michael. Now, I got so many perspectives here. I got so many opinions. And if I'm being honest, like it's not going to be very PC. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna shoot it straight to you, Jew. But tell me your <laughs> perspective, man. Marcus Jordan, the son of Michael Jordan, the longtime teammate of Scottie Pippen, is marrying Scottie Pippen's ex-wife of I believe they were together 18 years or something crazy like that. What's your opinion? At some man? point, they got to pull up with Aston Kutcher at the hotel and be like, Ah, we were just messing this, around with y'all. This all feels like, like a joke, don't it? At no step did this make no sense to me. Number one, Michael Jordan, my daddy. I can go wherever I want to get whatever I want to get with my confidence and my opinion. You feel me? I do not have to stoop to the to the aftermath of my 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 basically my uncle wife. You feel me? I, that's that's just your goofy. uncle's wife for real. That's that's just so goofily nasty. Of I think it's kind of nasty on her part. You feel me? Absolutely. That's just I don't know what's going on with them. Please Look, come home, like. Please reveal the prank, Ashton, soon. Because if you let them get married, then I feel like they are the goofiest couple that may have ever walked Earth. Goofiest? Like, Why are they the goofiest? Not, are you? Are you don't? You're not a fan of love, Juju. You don't like? No, I'm a fan of love. This is not no Romeo and Juliet, though. This, this ain't is no like, Romeo and Juliet story. 
right? This is Romeo and Hamlet. Like, just, <laughs> it don't even make sense. Going on. <laughs> <laughs> This Cersei and the Game of Thrones stuff <laughs> going on here. I don't understand. They need to stop to cut it out soon. Yeah. They got a podcast, and um, I forgot what they called their podcast. What's the name they of the podcast? Do we have the name? It should have been called Jordan, Jordan and Pippin. That's my, Pippen? my point. They should have called it Jordan and Pippin. I would have been like, oh, let me hear an episode of that. <laughs> they called it something goofy. That's why I'm like, bro, y'all ain't even making money, right? Yeah, I so even, it can't be about the money because you're not even going for the money. Is right there. He might not even have the rights to Jordan, to be honest. It is crazy. It is crazy. I mean, look, I am a fan of love. I am. I like when two people fall in love, you know what I'm saying? And you have that kind of bond and you decide to get together and see what the world brings you. This should have been stopped at so many points. And that's why it's sad. Because it's not that the fact that you're getting married and you're in love. There should have never been an opportunity for y'all to ever fall in love. Even if you actually are in love and you want to spend the less. This should have been stopped at so many checkpoints. Along the way, Scotty Pippen. There is no way that these kids didn't call him Uncle Scotty growing up. There's no right. way. There is no way. And salute to Scotty too. Scotty is cool. Scotty is like in these situations, guys goof themselves out and and, and put out mixtapes or something. This Michael Marcus Jordan. Scotty been cool, bro. As far he as been he letting it ride. It's, it's, he's right. he's been doing his best with it. There is no way this isn't uncomfortable, right? And I'm sure oh, it's yeah. uncomfortable for Michael as well. I just don't know who to place the blame on. Is this a situation where Marcus was growing up and he was like, you know, he had this crush on Uncle Scotty's wife, and now it's like now that he grown, uh, nah. I think the children he, he, he on his like he living out this fantasy that he had as a as a thirteen year old little boy. Is that what this yeah. is? And I'm sure Marcus is super I, cool, uh, but uh, I just I'm be honest with you, I don't agree with the union. I'm not I'm not for this, and 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 Larsa the same way. There, yeah. there is certain people that should always be off limits. There should be a code. There's no code of ethics. It's not showing up anywhere in this situation. I think that's my problem with it, is that right. at some point, someone had to say, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right, bro. Remember, she was dating um, Malik Beasley for a while. And I think he played for the Lakers last year, along with Pippen. Uh, a teammate. Pippen played for the Lakers. Of her son. So- this is awkward. This is trauma. You, you feel like, bro, how you supposed to go to practice and this man here, man, shooting jumpers? Like, come on, bro. Like, That's coach, trade me, please. Like, get this me is, off this team. I don't know what's going on, Larson. Get well soon, no bit, sis. Get get me off this team. That's that's what I'm thinking, <laughs> right? All right, so we're going to right. another NBA player, former NBA player, Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins, he went off the cuff on the JJ Reddick podcast, uh, old man in the three, and he talked about how producers told him to lie on air. In order to create a viral moment for social media. Producer Jeff has in here, does this confirm what we've always thought about ESPN and sports media that is fake? I don't know who I'm calling Cap on here, but I think it might be I, I think it might be Perk. I think this I is a know, I think right? I, my opinion is it. this might be a convenient <laughs> way to rid yourself of the liability that sometimes we all dive into when the cameras are on. It's it's not easy right. being in front of the camera. And controlling right. what you say. And sometimes when you're in these four <laughs> walls and you're like, oh, it's just me and Juju here talking. And then the video happens. And then they get to tagging people on social media. And after a while, you got people in Timbuktu calling you an idiot or saying how you didn't, you said this, you said that. And it, sometimes it gets a little big and you like, <laughs> I was just trying to be entertaining. I thought we was just having a one-on-one conversation. So I kind of feel like in my experience at ESPN, there's never been a producer that told me what to say. I will say right. that. Now, and imagine that producer 
that producer walking up to Big Pert. Hey, Big Pert, uh, coming up. We don't need you to lie. <laughs> lie. I know you got principal, but, but bump that. Take lie. this on the chin. Perk <laughs> is six foot 15. Okay. <laughs> he is at least, Big Perk, probably at least 300, 280. Yeah. He's, he's like an offensive lineman. And, I, and not no, I'm not talking Jason Kelsey's side. I'm talking Jonathan Ogden, like the biggest <laughs> offensive lineman you may have ever seen. Yeah, the average size of an ESPN producer is probably five nine, a a buck eighty one. Ain't nobody gonna have the courage to walk up to Perk and tell him to take this on the chin for social media. Never. But I don't know. I gotta get Perk on here. That's my man. I gotta get Perk on here to really get his side of the story. I want to hear. I want to see him sit across from me and tell me and explain to me. How this how this goes down, Juju? Has anybody ever told you in the Dan Lebatar universe to go on there and lie for viral moments right. of a take? I ain't gonna lie. On the Lebatar show, I play a position. <laughs> I should say, but anybody <laughs> just told me to say something or told me to lie, or you know what I mean? That that's so goofy because they'll get looked at so disgustingly from me. Like I hate when people tell me anything. I'm, I got that syndrome. Please don't talk to me. Don't talk to you. Yeah, right. That's just that's just a part of the game. But at the same time, telling me to lie, like my mama watching this, like uh, nah, bro, (laughs) never. And I love all the good people that Metal Art Media. They would never do such a thing. They would never. (laughs) Jeff and Carl would never tell you to lie for viral moments. Uh, Carl would never. Uh, Jeff, we still just we got to put Jeff in the fire. Carl definitely will. Look, man, we're gonna take a a quick break. We'll be back with Journeyman (laughs) in just a minute. Welcome back to Journeyman. Now joining me and my man Juju Gotti is my dog TJ Ward, former All-Pro, Super Bowl champ, three-time Pro Bowling, safety in the building. TJ, what's up, man? Man, what's going on? How you doing? I'm good, man. I see you in the hotel. I, I, I know it's checkout, and you just not giving a damn. Is that is that is that a typical etiquette for you in the hotel? Do you just go and go and come I, as you please? <laughs> I push the line. I usually don't give them that late checkout. Not the call. They just gonna have to come up here and send the authorities. By the time they send the authorities, I'll be out. <laughs> Man, don't get no altercation <laughs> in no hotels in DC and then blame it on journeyman. All right. That's that's what you can't do. Yeah, for I, sure. You're gonna take my you're gonna take my half day uh <laughs> room rate. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You could you could expense it back to Juju. He got it. You see that chain on his neck. Uh I did reach ambassador elite status at Marriott recently. That was a big deal. I didn't know what that was, but apparently. With this new status I got with hotel, this sounds like an ad. It's not an ad. And they did not pay for this. So DraftKings or whoever, feel free to delete this or or bleep it if if, if they don't want to pay. But I can book any hotel I want as long as it's 48 hours out and they have to guaranteed have a room for me. Damn. Oh, that's love. So it don't matter if it's booked. If I call 48 hours in advance, if you ever wonder why you get kicked out of your rooms or why you have a reservation and be like, oh, what? It changed? This must be it because... I get a guaranteed spot. So blame it on Hulk. Blame it on me. All right. Now I got a I got I got a question for both of you guys. You guys are familiar with Drewski, correct? Everyone's They're familiar with Drewski. Yeah, he's hilarious. Instagram. Yeah. I don't know how to describe Drewski. He's a regular comedian, but he's made his way on social media and he really is hilarious. Like he he got a level of funny that nah, he jokes for sure. He definitely is. Everybody loves him, right? Athletes, entertainers, other comedians. He's just kind of created this larger than life figure through social media, through could have been records. 
The reason why I'm bringing him up is because he just started a sports agency called Four Lifers Agency. And I thought it was a joke, right? Because he has a fake record label that he, you know, makes comedy with. And when I saw that he was starting a sports agency, I just thought this was another bit. But as One I like those, yeah. researched, it's a real life sports agency. So TJ, as a former mm-hmm. athlete, a current athlete, you're always going to be an athlete, but as a former NFL player, is there any chance you'd sign with Drewski's agency? Me personally? Yeah. No way. No way. Why not? <laughs> no way. Ain't no way in here. <laughs> hey, but look, so we stay on. There's some guys that wouldn't sign with me. Some guys, you know, nah, so stay on. But no, there's no way I'm going to have Drewski representing me. Why is that? Why hey, not? He's a funny me- guy. You know, I love his jokes, love his, his content. Hey, but uh, sometimes I think in the world of we can do it all and do all you can, sometimes we forget to do what you know. You know what mm. I'm saying? And just stay in your lane. But um, That's a word, TJ. You came on here dropping real life knowledge on Journeyman. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it's the era. We live in a time where everybody wants to do everything. And they think they can do everything, whether, you know, the, the reviews are yep. are good or bad. But um, I think it's a fine line, you know. It's definitely a fine line. You see the entertainers in, in other uh, time periods, Cash Money, um, you know, even Jay-Z got an agency now. You know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's a big industry, so mm-hmm. guys want to get in it, but, you know, in the industry, within the industry, you know how well they do and how well they aren't doing. So, right. yeah. I mean, it's hard for them to jump in this lane, just like it'd be hard for us to go start a record label or, yeah. you know, to become a comedian. Time, like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be harder than it is for an ex-player or, you know, yeah. someone that has been in this world their entire lives. But not saying they can't do it. You know, definitely can. But, you know, know what you're getting into. Know what you're getting into. So, see, my thing about the Drewski agency is that if he's negotiating football contracts... Nah, I'm good. I mean, you, you can't negotiate my NFL contract. I'm not letting you come anywhere near my NFL contract just because there's a there's so much industry knowledge that you need to know within there. And yeah, there's like a, a version of it where you can go look at other contracts and you can yeah. figure it out if you have a certain level of intellect. But there's just so much just detail, not just within a contract, in the world of football that matter that even someone like you and I would understand and know as we've seen it how incentives work and all those things that you've mm-hmm. seen in other contracts that you've that you've you've comped it with. But if it's just brand, if he's just doing NIL deals for college athletes, then I would consider it yeah. for a couple of reasons. He has a crazy reach. And for college athletes, the things that you don't have is reach. He also has access and relationships with a bunch of brands. And so what he can sell to them is, A, I will help you get your following up because Mm -hmm. I have a following myself that spans more than 10 million across social media. And also I can connect you with these brands that I'm already directly dealing with. So I think it's a nuanced thing. If it's NIL, I would consider it. If it's NFL PA certified agent, absolutely not. Get the hell away from me and stay away from my contract. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he has an agent or somebody working with him. But at the same time, like you bring a part about using his brand to, you know, expose his players or whatnot. Mm-hmm. How much time is he going to take away from branding himself to brand other players? Nah, that's facts. That's facts. You know Master P. So, you know, that's something you got to consider because your whole, his whole brand is Instagram being seen, content, mm-hmm. you know, creating skits and things like that. So how much in between you're going to pop in? Oh, this is Ray Charles from 
I guess you got a kid from Florida, I heard. I don't forgot the guy's name, but, uh-huh. you know, check him out. How much of that in between is going right. to happen? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a fine line, like I said. It's, it's like that conversation. Think, man. It's the conversation you always talk, that people always talk about was like rappers signing to other rappers that are at the height of their game, right? Like, typically, they're not trying to share that spot. Like, they're trying to keep that spot. And so, exactly. the chances of them making you bigger than them it, while they're still in it, maybe if their star is like, you know, dropped a little bit or they're like on the back end, there's a potential. But yeah. if they're still in the middle of it, nine times out of ten, they're not, they're not trying to blow you up. But that's not, I don't yeah. think that's the case with Drewski. And Drewski, if you look at the side. And they don't even be real record labels anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Drewski, like you, you just look at the side media. How you signing somebody? <laughs> if Drewski's looking at side media talent, you just I'll sign you signing You ain't got no record label. You signing them to Aeroscope. You just <laughs> You ain't got no label, Juju. <laughs> Juju, you signing with Juski? Uh, I, I don't have the fortune of being the the elite athletes like I'm talking to. Like y'all, y'all better not sign with Juski. Me on the other end, I'm signing with Juski. Hey, sir, you feel me? I need everything I can get. I need the tweets. I need to be on your Instagram video. I need to be in skits, bit, bro. I'm trying to move the goddamn. So yeah, I'm signing. He's signing <laughs> yeah. on the dotted line. Well, for sure. But like, this is a this. You know what I'm saying? It's athletic, so you got to produce on the field. So I don't I matter mean, how many skits you in. You're going to be doing right. skits full time if you ain't performing <laughs> on that field. That's right. all you're going to be doing is skits. That's funny. You can turn yeah. the, uh, NFL athletes into Instagram comedians. All right, speaking of NFL athletes, Jonathan Taylor wants a trade, right? This whole Indianapolis Colts, Jonathan Taylor thing has been interesting. And running backs in general, because ain't nobody valuing the running backs. Uh, and, I, and I feel like someone like Jonathan Taylor – is like kind of at his wits end. Now, obviously, you know, the owner of the Indianapolis Colts came out and made his comments, and now they've gotten to the point where they've allowed Jonathan Taylor to go seek a trade. TJ, do you have a, a perspective on, A, the running back situation within the NFL, but specifically also Jonathan Taylor's situation? Yeah, it's tough, man. Um, you got 32 running backs, right? Then mm-hmm. you got a backup, so... Um, that's going to be 64. And within those 64, you probably have 10 elite backs. So I feel like they have some truth to their argument, but at the same time, just because you start don't mean you deserve elite money at mm-hmm. that position. So, you know, if you're doing numbers, a lot of those guys have gotten their money. So uh, I'm kind of trying to figure out where the argument is. Playing safety, I feel their pain because, you know, we are – say safeties don't get paid. Not, not the glamorous, you know, yeah, you got the they, cornerbacks. They all They're in the, the same situation guys. on the so low. We going to take that whatever a little bit – less than they're going to get obviously but Mm -hmm. you know as a whole you just got to live with it and and hope things change but produce get them numbers up and then get that and get out man (laughs) but that's the point you gotta learn how to finagle man i told you you gotta learn how to finagle in the nfl and you see some guys do it all the time like man you're getting paid twice or you seen it, huh? In the locker room, like, oh, ain't no me, yeah. way. You just got a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> you know There'll be some robberies you know, going on. As in a the whole, league. I think the top ten to twelve guys will get their money. The rest, you know, they're gonna get secondary money, and you're just gonna have to get paid before thirty, or get you know the the two to three million for a long time. That's just how the game is right now. The hard part is that that number is dropping. Even the age. Like a 30-year-old running back oh, yeah. is ancient. If you hit 27, they're not trying to pay you. And even when you produce, they're not trying to pay you. Because you can make the same argument for quarterbacks too. Like really, in any given time in the world, 
there is 12 good quarterbacks in the world. Like 12 good quality, like elite, like top tier, good NFL quarterbacks at any given time in the entire world, period. And maybe one or two of them are in college. So there's like 10 in the NFL and then one or two in college. But those are the good quarterbacks. Everybody else Mm -hmm. is mid. Right. But they're still getting paid because they're the face of the teams. And because you start in the NFL, it does mean you get paid, which is a wild, Mm -hmm. wild concept. Because T.J. Ward can be a three time pro bowler and all pro and literally change and shape the defense and just still there's just a certain amount of money. They won't pay you just because of the position you play, Mm -hmm. which is crazy. And that actually happened. (laughs) 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 And that happened. But uh, but since you bring up the quarterback situation. I mean, it kind of trumps my argument, but the thing I will say is the longevity of a quarterback. That's True. why they're going to make sure they get their money. Along with being the face, they're going to make sure they play 10 years, 12 years. Yep. You know, they might be in your – if you want to keep them, you know, they can keep a quarterback 15 years. Back up. You see some – Chase Daniels, he's been playing since I was in school. Ain't started two games in a row. That's crazy. But, Shout out to Chase Daniels. Hey, he's in the business him. of Football Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Because Chase started <laughs> two sure. games. And he's probably made, I don't know what his career hey, is. I'll tell you are. what. He must be very likable. <laughs> he must be a likable guy. I've never met him. But I tell you, everybody must like him. Chase was doing NFL Network during the season last year. So he's a backup for the Chargers. And like on their Monday night shows, for the NFL Network throughout the whole season. You talk about a great job. He hey, I'm going to have to call him up. Hit him on the gram. I Hit him on the gram. You got to get, get some, some coaching. I'm sick of it. You need to share this. Is backup quarterback <laughs> the easiest job in all of sports? No. No? What's the easiest job? No. The easiest job would probably be punter. Punter is the easiest Man. job in all of sports. Yeah. Why is punter the It'd easiest job? It would probably be punter. Because I mean that's everything you know, though. I'm talking about everything, TJ. Players, oh, coaches, of, like all sports, in all of sports. Football? What oh, is the cool. easiest job? And you can get as specific as you want. I have I have a I just got my answer, so I'm excited to say it. You said backup quarterback. I'm gonna have to say, man, either the last man in rotation in baseball. Mm-hmm. Well, not even then, because no nah, Juju. I'd probably say the last man on the bench in who? Lost okay. No that's pressure. An easy one. I, I, Backup quarterback, even though you don't play, when you win, it's pressure. Like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to get that starting quarterback pressure. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't care if you're a backup. You've been sitting here. You better do something. Shout out to the but Jamie. Like, the dude at the end of the bench, he come in. Ain't no pressure. He getting that bag. Ain't nobody expecting nothing from him. When he do come in and be trash, and be like, yeah, we knew he was trash. Scalabrini. <laughs> like, it ain't no pressure on him to do nothing. What is your- so, yeah, I'm going to have to go with that guy. All right, you got the last guy on the, on the NBA bench. What about you, Juju? Who, what is the easiest job in all the sports? Bro, don't nigga who be goddamn um, <laughs> the uh, the people who do the chain from 10, 10 yards down the field, who hold the chain. The chain game? The chain, chain game. Me for the, if I get old, bro, and I can be in the chain game, bro, I do that till I retire. But they don't make no money, Judo. That's an easy job. It's not a job. You just smoke cigarettes. That might be be volunteer work. Bro, if you Gucci and you if you if you set for life, you can do that. You can see Pat Mahomes up 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 in in person. You feel me? (laughs) Ten yards at a time. I tell you the easiest. Oh my bad. But if you mess up, if you mess up, everyone you're gonna you're gonna be a it's it's a lot. It's high stakes. 
for low pay. That's yeah. not the easiest job because you you either make nothing or 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 minimal, and your stakes are very high because the whole and game be getting back. And they begin cooking out on the sideline too. And you'll get ran into hey, by Aaron they Donald. Whack. <laughs> they can't get out the way fast enough. I don't know about that one. I would say, uh, who is the, the 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 quarterback coach right now for the Kansas City Chiefs? Whoever he is, easiest job in sports. Yeah. Either his or Tom Brady's. Like imagine, oh, imagine yeah. your job is t- your Tom Brady's quarterback coach. Man, what are you going to tell Tom? You think Tom cares what you say? Like nobody cares. Nobody you you can't even nobody, name what are you talking about? You can't even name a Tom Brady quarterback <laughs> coach. You can't even like think of who was a coach that coached Tom Brady because nobody cares. That is the easiest job. He's gonna be uh, successful. Hey, no, you know, you know who the ones that coach him, they all got head coaching jobs. Exactly. They just fast track yeah. to the top. That's like See, Adam Gates. They still call it the Brady tree. They call it the Belichick tree. They need to call it the Brady tree. Yeah, I could do a Steve Kerr job. I promise to God, I could See? do a Steve Kerr job like this. You See, Steph, now we're talking. <laughs> How Draymond, hard is it? Lock up, lock up, Draymond. Hey, Drake, calm down, calm down, Drake. Cut, lock Clay. up, calm Clay, down. Let it go, let it fly. Steve, <laughs> Steph, green light, green light. It's very. Hey, and then easy. you had KD too. And you got KD. Come on, man. All right, that's that's a good one. Steve Kerr might have the easiest job in all the sports. We're gonna talk. More NBA and more NFL in just a minute. We got TJ Ward and my man Juju Gotti in the building on Journeyman. Yes, y'all, and we don't stop. All right, Juju and TJ. We, in, in other news, in more of a evolved human news, Derek Fisher is actually coaching uh, Matt Barnes's twin sons, um, and I believe his son too. And I don't know if they're coaching together. I don't know if that's what I read. But with the history of Derek Fisher and Matt Barnes, do you guys think you are evolved enough men, black men in this world, to be the bigger person such as this? It is a beautiful story. It really is. All right, if I'm Matt Barnes, I don't want nobody but him coaching because he already know what time it is. You feel me? Make sure to play. Yeah. He the coach. Yeah. Go ahead on, bro. Coach my kids. I ain't got no problem with it. He said he don't want nobody (laughs) but him coaching. What's the situation? Is uh, Barnes coaching? No. So Fisher kids or Fisher coaching Barnes kids? Fisher is coaching Matt Barnes' twin sons and his son, Drew. So they're on the same team, all playing together, oh, and Derek okay. Fisher is the coach. They've sent squash I mean, to I, beef. I feel if it wasn't so sneaky, I just, <laughs> with it being so sneaky and the coach is such a admirational position and, you know, a mentorship position, I couldn't have him coaching my sons just on that fact, just on GP. Like, but he's married. Snake. He's married to their mom, though, and they actually are Matt Barnes, Derek. I mean, they take family pictures together, so all that is squashed. We just remember like all the tweets. I just personally went that I'm so ugly. So, I mean, for your kids' sake, you got to be, you know, a grown man, like you said about it. Be cordial. You toxic man. You know, those the both relationships just, are over <laughs> both ways. You just, you just, I don't know. You're just I'm, toxic, I'm definitely TJ. gonna be. It just you toxic, bro. You got that toxic yeah. football player hey, hey. energy right. and mentality, man. Grow up, okay? <laughs> I'll be trying to hog, but some <laughs> shit just stay with me, you know. Uh, but yeah, that was the, the way that it was just for me personally is a little bit too foul for me. But hey, to you know, own. some people are a little bit more forgiving. I forgive for sure. I forgive y'all. I don't believe Definitely. you. Based on what you just said, it does not sound like you. My boys, forgiving. nah, not my boys, man, not my boys. Shout out to all of them, and and, and Matt Barnes's kids is nice, like yeah, not for fake sure. nice. 
Them for cats. Sure. I've seen them too. Nice. I see Barnes a lot, you know, different charity events and golfing. You know, we be getting our golf on. So you see what I like I about Matt Barnes? Matt Barnes got a football player mentality. I don't know if you know that about him, but Matt Super. Barnes. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, definitely. He likes to fight. If it's an issue, he wanna handle it right there. And I that is there's nothing more I respect than that. Not respect, because don't be fighting, y'all. We said this last week. We don't condone violence here on Journeyman. But if someone has a problem, <laughs> you say no problem. Finish it. That's yeah. what that's you don't want to go start then. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. We talked earlier about the uh Marcus Jordan and Larsa Pippen uh engaged, TJ. Now, just judging by the take you had on Matt Barnes' situation, I am curious to, to hear, are you for um, love? Are you for love that Marcus Jordan, the son of Michael <laughs> Jordan, is engaged to Larsa Pippen, the ex-wife of Scottie Pippen? Are you all for that? Is, is that love? Is that what is? <laughs> They're getting married. Why else would they be getting married? Is that a question in today's, in today's America? <laughs> Why else would you get married if you're not in love? Yeah, Shit. man. Um, I don't know, man. I just that's just some some tomfoolery, bro. I don't even get involved. I don't even get involved in stuff like that. You didn't get no rap. It's for it's, it. it's, it's it's unfortunate for that whole. It's just like a soap opera, bro. It's just it's sad. I don't, I am, I, oh, I'm sorry. I ain't got much to say about <laughs> that. Bro. I ain't got much to say about that one. Uh, it's a lot going on over there with them with the goats of Chicago. So <laughs> that's the name of the reality show. Dang, let me find out you got <laughs> right. the, the goats of Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Get the boys the show. I will watch family. that. I will watch that. Another easy job that just came to mind. Joe Bring Robin in it, you know. Get the whole thing going. Get the whole crew back. <laughs> I just thought of another easy job now that you said that because we both played with Joe Thomas and Joe Thomas played 10,363 consecutive snaps. Could you imagine being the number two left tackle? <laughs> you don't got to play a single play. You ain't never going to see the field. Never. But it's our practice on your right tackle. <laughs> Kick step. <laughs> never. Nah, man, see that's, the a, field. that's amazing, man. Joe. Yeah, he definitely didn't miss a game while I was there four years playing yeah, with him. So he missed hella that, practices, that was though. He, huh? he missed hella practices. Yeah, uh, I can't remember him missing practice honestly. So that really, he was early in the game, in the back end. Yeah, I found but, him when he had the knee injuries. That's when we, that's when we came. Uh, what was your years like in Cleveland, yeah. TJ? True, you know it was uh, man. It's a it's a little mix of love and hate because. We're such great teammates, organization, city, and then you just lose it, man. And it's a lot of turnover. I had three coaches in four years. So that part was very frustrating, especially when you get over the the happiness of just being in the NFL, right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm happy to be here. I'm blessed to be in the league. And then it's like one year losing, two years losing. It's like, oh, all right, this is – I can't take no more. <laughs> like, come on, we got to get it together. But it's really, as a player, it's not like college or even high school where – you know, there's a different type of, um, I guess, um, sway you have over your team mm-hmm. and, you know, coaches and stuff. And in the league, you may have that with one particular group of coaches. You may not with the next. So it's just a little different. It's a little harder. So, um, But overall, I had a, a great time in Cleveland. I had a great time. You know, it's funny. But I just wish. I, I, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people that played in Cleveland – 
have an affinity for it. Like if you if you've been there for a number of years, I don't know if it's the people. I mean, the organization is just like there's so much on the outside where like there's a certain perspective. Mm-hmm. But then when you play there, I think it changes a lot of people's mind because a lot of people I play with in Cleveland also have that same affinity, even if they played at a bunch of different places. So it is interesting. Juju, you're a fan. You love you love all sports. You love all people. What is your honest perception of Cleveland Browns? Just curious. I just want to hear like. What's your POV? Like, when you think of the Cleveland Browns, what do you think of? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in the country, so I didn't even have a good uh, familiarity. I wasn't familiar with them growing up. I just knew the Falcons. But as I got older, ain't nothing wrong with them. I actually rooted for y'all kind of, I guess, in in those days because I was in college or whatever, Mm -hmm. living my life. But now that they got uh, uh, Deshaun Watson, it's it's a little little rough. A little rough. I'll be watching it with people and yeah, they already yeah. got more to say about that than the game. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's what's a, going on now. That's what they signed up for. That's an, uh, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a real life truth. That's a real life truth. Yeah. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Bryce Young, who's not coming out of uh, college was that he wasn't, he wasn't big enough to, to play in the league. So he's, they got jokes coming at him. They got media people talking about asking if he can see actually over the podium or over the mic when he get out there and, he had a couple of rough stints in there in some early preseason games. TJ has a safety. If you got a quarterback who is 5'9", 5'10", or the size that Bryce Young is, even with his arm talent, do you look at that like it's an advantage for you? No. No, it does not matter to you. you I don't really care. don't. Yeah. Like, I, I really don't because these were 6'7", bums. <laughs> I can't wait to play. 6'7", <laughs> can't hit the bar side of a barn. But now this kid, I haven't seen him play in high school, college. You know, he had a couple of, I guess, rough games, but they were the Carolina Panthers that had great quarterback play last year. Was it amazing? Did they do anything? Mm-hmm. He's a rookie. Let him get him some time. You let some other guys get some time, and you ain't got nothing to say until they get in week eight and be trash. It's preseason. You are, right. Media cracked me up, man. I ain't played it down. Got jokes to make. How about I don't answer none of your questions? Yeah, <laughs> jokes on you. But, uh, yeah, media, you gotta you gotta give in um <clears throat> give and take with them. Yeah. Cause some of them really just be hating. Some of them do their jobs very well and are good at breaking things down and dissecting players. And then you got some guys or outlets that just ride coattails of guys. So um you just gotta know who you're dealing with in that media, man. Yeah, I I hope Bryce Young, I hope I hope he I hope he balls out. I hope he balls out because yeah, he has a crazy he talent. Too. Good, great kid, man. Great yeah. kid, great family. He's a winner. So at the end of the day, it don't matter what level. You do it here in high school, you do it in college, you win there, you're going to win in the league. You That's put it. the right people around him, you're going to win. It's any. That's it. As a, as a side note, because you talked about you know watching him young, I had a moment today where I realized how damn old I was when I seen Drake Kirkpatrick's son committed to Alabama. <laughs> And I'm like, Dre was just playing at Alabama two years ago. How the hell does he have a son old enough to be going to play at Alabama? That's crazy. And Dre was getting busy. <laughs> early. <laughs> I'm like, Dre must have had that kid when he was 13. Early. <laughs> I think Dre like was class of 2009 high school. Dre younger than me, for yeah. sure. He That's came in, I think, two years after me. I played with him my one down here a couple months staying in Arizona. And I was there, Dre, me, Pat P. That's uh, crazy. It was a quick <laughs> I was I was out the league for two years. They called me to work out. I was like, hell yeah, I'm coming. 
ended up getting put on the practice squad. It was COVID year. Was there for about five weeks. I'm 37. Me. Drake can't be, I don't know what Dre's age is. Drake can't be no more than 30. He probably 34, 35. I think he's 33, honestly. And he got somebody that's committed to Alabama. That's that's nuts. Last thing I want to ask you about on the NFL side, Tyreek Hill. And this this will be a little bit of a discussion. He came out and said he don't watch film. He only watches, he plays Madden, and he looks at the ratings of players to know what they're bringing to the to the, to the the table when he plays them on Sunday. Another opportunity for me to call Cap, because I'm like, ain't no way in hell. But TJ, you tell me. What do you think, man? I, I, I like having you on, because now I can get some backup. Because Juju will tell me I'm crazy. He'd be like, yeah, I play Madden, big bro. And you know what I'm saying? We go out there. <laughs> and, I, and I have to just be like, all right, well, I got my opinion. You got yours. So, TJ... Do you think it's Cap that he plays Madden as watching film? Well, he watches film during the day in the meetings. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to see it. Ain't no way. Getting the yeah. game plan. He watches film. Now, he may not go home and watch film. And I believe that's hell. probably factual. Like, he, I don't think he really gets the ratings of players and all that, but he probably definitely goes home, plays Madden, come back, get the game plan at work. All right, figure it out. And then I'm going home. And I'm going to come ready to run past everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game plan. I'm going to run around to somebody find me. So He really got that kind yeah, of talent. I, I, I thought it was Cap at first until I really sat down. And, I and was thought like, about it. A lot of players don't go home and turn that iPad on at all. Damn. That's the so, fact. So then I'm like, yeah, he, that may be right. He may actually do that. People are nah, he, nah, he don't do that. I said, hey, listen. <laughs> I played, been in the locker room. Guys don't open that playbook. It's a lot of guys that don't. It's a lot of cats that do way worse than not open the playbook. Juju, do you think he yeah, was capping? So, so. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little capping as well. All right, so you team uh, just, just a smidge, just a smidge, like he said. Yeah, just a smidge. That's what I said. Just a little cap. bit. Hey, you ain't watching. Like, I really no don't film, think bro. he go on mad and be like, "All right, let me see." Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Minka Fitzpatrick, he a ninety-five. All right, <laughs> his skill set is no, nah, he ain't doing that. Hell no. Nah. Ain't no right. way. <laughs> uh, the Johnny Manziel doc, he was on there and he and, and the, the the famous like the big like shocker to everybody that was watching it is when the GM called his agent, uh, who was Ray Farmer, and he was like, "Yo, Johnny's not watching no film." And he's like, "Come on, he has to watch some film." And he said his iPad says zero point zero zero minutes. Bro, of that's film. crazy. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> not 0. 0.0 like come Quarterback. on man zero Literally? zero tj i was there i remember it like it was yesterday <laughs> that man Bro. is telling the absolute truth i always could I, you tell you could tell when he came to work i told this story last week and i know we're running low on time here but i'm, I'm gonna make it quick and that walkthrough because you know there's a walkthrough that happens before you travel right like it's you go to the indoor your flight leaves at 12, you're in for a little walkthrough at like 9, 10 o'clock, and it's literally just walking. Defense is out there, the scout team defense, they're walking, offense is walking, it's just kind of getting lined up going through. In that walkthrough, Johnny threw three picks on our way to the game. The defense ain't allowed to catch the ball. So it was like just he was just looking at the wrong side and throwing <laughs> it to people he thought was on offense, and it was corners and safeties. So Wow. Yes, that was at that moment. I'm like, okay, now it's getting dangerous because I got to go out here and and play against. At that time, I think it was the Bengals, and they whooped our ass, boy. So my thing is coming into that process, right? I'm I'm scouting Johnny Manziel to draft him. I put him on the chalkboard. 
it had to be pretty damn evident that he didn't know nothing about X and O's. Right. <laughs> it had to be. At some point. The boy don't watch no film in first round pick. The boy ain't watching a lick in college. <laughs> nope. And you know he ain't watched none in high school. He couldn't tell me an X or O. Put a Y right. on the board. What is that? Uh, it's an O. <laughs> no, that's a Y, motherfucker. I said X and O. <laughs> but yeah, man. Hey. Hey, this process is not airtight. I nah, man. I, I think because people think that they can uh, out uh, ability their way to like X. Like we could teach you the X and O's, but you got so much natural ability. And the thing about Johnny is he had a crazy amount of ability. Like, yeah, sure. he could play. He could play. He had the skill set, but he just his mind was elsewhere. He had gotten what he wanted out of football long before he got to the NFL, and there was nothing you could do to motivate him to change <laughs> and the, the way thing he was we going. Backdoored it with. Baker Mayfield. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, that's a, hey, that's a lineup for you. Johnny <laughs> then Baker. Oh, my God. Man. Boy. <laughs> Baker the starting quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You don't believe it. You yeah. don't think you don't think it's going to work he out. Was, he was starting quarterback at Carolina last year, too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. All right, here we go. This is what we're going to end on because we got to go. MVP pick for this NFL season. Juju, we're going to start with you. Who's your MVP pick? Pat Mahomes. Mahomes. Same old, same old. Same What's old, new? same old. More the same. Who yeah. you got, TJ? I'm gonna go with the Hey, I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna probably go Jalen Strong. Jalen, Jalen, yeah, Strong, right? Hurts, hurts, hurts. Yeah, yeah Jalen yeah. Strong, the homie, ASU. That's yeah, shout out to Jalen Strong. Yeah, hurts. Receiver. All right, you going hurts? I'm going with Lamar Jackson, man. I think I think LJ going. Ooh, bring it back. that's a good one too. That's like it, that. man. Well, that does it for today's episode of Journeyman. Shout out to TJ Ward. Shout out to Juju Gotti, both MVPs in my book. Make sure you journey back next week, same time, same place. And until then, put me anywhere on God's green earth, and I'll triple my worth.